0: We know how to rev up the music the day after Tishabov, don't we? We are good at it. Oh, are we good at it? We're as good as this at this as Jay Booksbaum is at kosher wine. That's how good we are at this. That's Avram Freed. Before that, Benny Friedman here at JM in the AM. Robert Katz tomorrow. Mayor Weingarten will be in Wednesday. Jay Booksbaum said to me the other day, "Can't you get some decent hosts on the show once in a while?" So I said, all right, Jay, we got Robert Katz coming in on uh, on Tuesday, and we got uh, Mayor Weingarten on Wednesday. That should be satisfactory for you, it's, right?
1: it's amazing. Remember when you said to me? Mayor? Be- I mean, you kidding? Yeah. You? It's like the, you know... He's the best. It's unbelievable. Remember you said to me, kid you get some decent guys to host the show? Remember? Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? Thank the good Lord. Can
0: we declare this as Wine Day?
1: The day wine after? Day. Yeah, day? Yeah. Meat, wine. Yeah. Come on. Go to, go to your restaurants. Go Finally, to your... Finally, know, it's Wine Day. Pull out day. the wine from your cellars.
0: Oh, I'll tell you, Jay. No wine for all this time. That's difficult. It was a whole nine days, except for Shabbos, of course. A whole nine Uh, days. But thank God you're making it up to us. I have a very
1: good friend, Simon Jacob. Ah, I know Simon. He's one of our friends. He makes the announcements in his shul. Right. So he got up in shul. I think it was Friday night. This is what he tells me. And he says, I just got, before Shabbos, (laughs) an announcement from the head rabbinate of Israel. There's not, we're going to eat wine, we're going to drink wine and eat meat on Tisha B'av this year. So everybody's nice. looking at him like, it's crazy. like. You know? And obviously what he meant was, today, you know, today right. is South Tisha B'av, of course. was so, yeah. thinking maybe,
0: I don't know, people thought Mashiach came. Uh, leave know? it to Simon to uh, to pull that off He's on the great. crowd. Uh, you may recall, I don't know when this was exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeff Morgan is no uh, stranger to this studio. He was with me very early in the morning, because he's out in California normally, uh, when he and Jody Morgan uh, published a book called The Covenant Kitchen, Food and Wine for the New Jewish Table. And Jeff is here this morning visiting the New York area. Jeff and Jody are co-owners of the Covenant Winery in Berkeley, where they produce what wine critic Robert Parker has called the world's finest kosher wines. That's a serious That's distinction. Very serious. Robert Parker says it's number one. They're the authors of seven previous cookbooks. They've got this one entitled The Covenant Kitchen, which we highly recommend. Done with our friends at OU Press, which we made a big deal about for good reason uh, back when he was on the air with us. Jeff Morgan, welcome back to JM and the AM. Malcolm, Thank you for
2: having me on the show.
0: It's great to have you here live and in person.
2: Yeah, it's great to be uh, on the East Coast for a change. You know, <laughs> I don't you have to get up at three in the morning to be on your show. <laughs> and Jay, um... You really have a great sense of timing. I bet you didn't know this, Nachem, but Jay managed to create his own birthday on a day where he could finally start drinking again. <laughs> is it it, it's birthday? today. <gasps> yes, it's today. And I brought you a special birthday present. Oh I brought you one of my special bottlings of Covenant Solomon. Oh, wow. Very difficult to find this. 2010 Lots vintage. 70. One of my best, mm. one of my best years ever. This is one of the most heartwarming. When is is it, is it? drinking now or should i sell her this? everybody always asks me when can i drink the wine yeah usually the answer is very simple when i get the cork in the bottle that means it's ready to drink <laughs> so yes you can drink it anytime you want
0: yeah but jay might argue that it's it'll be worth three four years in his cellar then it'll be even better Here's what I suggest: When you only have one
2: bottle of wine, drink
0: it. Drink it right away. <laughs> if you have six then bottles, worry about the
2: rest. Yeah, of
1: them. You, you can, you know, you can wait. So, Mister Booksbaum, happy birthday to you! Thank you. And I have a, a couple of shout-outs, if you don't mind. Really? Uh, Leia and Ralph Reader, and Denise and John Barron uh, gave birth through their children. <laughs> <laughs> um, to twins. And yesterday was the Bris in Muncie, and I was there.
2: Mazel And tov. so I want
1: to say Mazel tov to the little kids. All right. Uh, Yaakov and Svi. What they serve? I, I left before, you know, but, and also to, of course, Naftali and Mira Barron, and all right. they're all great friends, and they're just wonderful people, and, you know, when they first named the first son, Yaakov, I said, I hope they don't name the next one, Asa. You know?
2: <laughs> Very good, twins, the whole, thing. the whole thing. right. You're right on top of okay.
1: things, Jay, I like that. No, but really, So we say Mazal
0: people, to them. Yeah, everybody. Double right. Mazal Double Mazal How do you like yeah. that? Anyway, so here we are, and we are celebrating Jay's birthday. Wish I would have known. I would have had a cake prepared with a nice candle, et cetera. How many candles would it be at this point, Jay? It would be too many to count, correct? 27. That's it. You're only up to 20. 27. Hey,
2: you're July only up to 27 7, yeah. candles. pretty
0: amazing. Have you visited the Covenant Winery? My, in my brother would say 72. So, yeah, he would. <laughs> I, know, I know parrots. <laughs> he has his them. number. He, he may say 72. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> you got to ask him that question again. I, I asked Jay <laughs>
1: yes. if he's ever visited the Covenant Winery in California. Well, it's brand new. They have a brand new winery. And I'm excited to go visit it eventually. He's almost
2: been there several times. I know the next time he's on the West Coast, he's coming. When was this one uh, fully constructed? We finished it about a year ago. So we made wine there last year. And um, it's very exciting. And I actually had... uh, my good friends, um, the Herzogs have come out on several occasions, and we've had a lot of fun there. It seems that that is one of the, I don't know, uh, one of the great satisfactions in
0: life for certain people, to have completed their own winery, to be making their own wine in a winery. I don't know what the comparison would be in other industries. Right,
2: I guess.
0: I guess like the guy has been dreaming about a Maserati his whole life, and finally <laughs> he's able to drive around in one. Having your own winery is just... Is a dream come true, right?
2: Yeah, but you know that guy with the Maserati? You know what he starts dreaming about? As soon as he gets the Maserati, the next Maserati. <laughs> that's true. So I have started dreaming, I have to admit, about the next winery, which I'm going to build in Israel. Wow, well, tell us a
1: little bit about it. And when will the wines be ready?
2: The wines will be ready <clears throat> within a year, because we've already started making wine in Israel. Covenant Israel is the name of our, our brand. So it's a year away. Yes, about approximately a year away. And... Um, It's very exciting for me because uh, since I've started making kosher wine 12, 13 years ago, I've uh, felt this uh, stronger connection to my roots. And uh, my daughter made Aliyah about a year and a half ago. She now lives in in Israel. And so I'm I'm looking forward to building this business, uh, hopefully for her, as well as for uh, everybody who loves good Israeli wine.
0: Where in Israel are the grapes for your wine?
2: We are sourcing our grapes currently from three different vineyards, two in the Galilee and one in the Golan Heights. And we're focusing mostly on Syrah because I think, uh, you know how Cabernet Sauvignon is like the premier mm-hmm. uh, red wine grape of the Napa Valley where we grow Cabernet? Um, I think Syrah is kind of that way for Israel. That doesn't mean you don't find great Cabernets in Israel. You do. Um, but I think that there's uh, it's easier to find great Great Syrah because of the climate and the, uh, the, the, the terroir, as they say. So we're going to focus mostly on Syrah. And you never thought of making
0: wines in Israel till when? When did this start? Oh,
2: uh... it's really a kind of a mundane story. About uh, three years, I was brushing my teeth one day in the Napa Valley uh, in the morning. <laughs> and um, with my electric razor, it's going, bzzz, and all of a sudden, two words popped into my head. Covenant Israel. I turned off the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> got my cell phone, called my partner Leslie Rudd, my business partner, and I said, "Les, what do you think about this covenant, Israel?" There's silence on the phone <laughs> <laughs> for about ten seconds, and then Leslie goes, "I like it,"
1: and that's that. And that's so,
2: cool. yeah, we've been get- revving up. Us for what, this. what, what have
1: we got here now, though? You mean in front of you? Yeah, in front of you. In
2: front of you, we have. Uh, and your
0: labels, by the way, are very well, colorful and enticing, I must say.
2: Well, first and foremost, we've got Jay's new bottle of yeah. Covenant Solomon. Happy okay, birthday. Okay. Yeah. Which is a. Oh, my God, I signed this, dude. Did you see that? Jay? Everybody, eat your hearts out. <laughs> Nobody
1: else is getting this bottle because it doesn't exist except right yeah, here. And he signed it. And yeah. I
2: signed it, and as a matter of fact. Ooh, look uh, at that. Yeah, look and, and gold ink. You like yeah. And that that bottle, or the grapes from that bottle, come from a tiny little parcel. At the back end of Leslie Rudd's Napa Valley vineyard, which is a very famous vineyard, uh, and I'm probably it's the greatest wine we make, um, Hmm. Covenant Solomon. Solomon's a reference to Leslie. uh, Leslie's Hebrew name is Shlomo. So anything off of Leslie's property,
1: I'd be amazed how many winemakers in Napa Valley are actually Jewish. Uh, Diamond Creek, what's his name? Um, uh, oh,
2: you got me. You know, I'm over sixty now a, too. I can't. A but, <laughs> I can't. No, really. There's a but. Actually, there's a Jewish. Yeah, the, I, guy, the winemaker from uh, from Harlan is is Jewish. The winemaker from uh, uh, Silver Oak, he's Jewish. He's also a martial arts specialist. Um, who says we can't fight? <laughs> and uh, we, you know, they're, they're, in fact, we used to have an organization in Napa right. called the Jewish Vintners of Napa Valley. And if you've ever you want to get a hundred Jewish winemakers together and you know. Film it, uh, you'll have a, you'll have a great <laughs> adventure story. Um, it's it was very funny, but we lasted several years before we self destroyed ourselves. And um, it's great though. I mean, there are a lot of Jews out there. Uh, anyway, what else we have here? We have some of my my new brands, and the new brand is called the Tribe, and the Tribe. It no is, one had had that name yet in the Kosher Watch. Isn't that industry? interesting? Well, you know, that I, is funny. And I was on the path train this morning coming out here, and I saw a big poster for the tribe Hummus. <laughs> right! <laughs> hummus Revolution, That's it says, right. the tribe. So I'm trying to figure out some kind of cross marketing thing No <laughs> You know what? I'll call them
1: when we get out of here. There yeah, you cool. go.
2: Anyway, um, yeah. The, That's so not they, a bad idea. They owe us now, too. We just that gave them some free you know, right. publicity. Anyway, so the tribe is, um, you know, for many years, our wines were. Um, To be the greatest wine in the world, which is really silly because there is no such thing, but it's nice that somebody calls us the greatest winery in the world. To to try to make the best wines you can, um, you want to do as little as possible to influence the grapes. You want to bring in the best grapes you can and just let them ferment with natural yeast. We don't add yeast. We don't filter the wines. We we basically are very gentle in our approach to winemaking. It's called letting the wines make themselves. Exactly. However, um, there's a little issue with something called mevushal, which means as anybody listening to the show knows what mevushal is most likely but those are wines that are heated um to change the way that they can be served in public okay and um we were kind of locked out of the kosher restaurant scene and the kosher catering scene because none of our wines were mevushal so about two years ago i learned of a new method to make our wines mabuchel. I did not want to heat our wines, but we use a technique called flash détente, which is actually used by a lot of non-kosher wineries to enhance flavors and do other stuff. What extract is Extract color, right? Yeah, extract color. And How does it work? Basically, we pick the grapes. We bring the grapes direct to the flash detente machine, which is a series of big, fat tubes that are about, I don't know, nine inches wide. We actually push the the whole berries through the tube. Cold berries in wine speak yeah. means grapes. Yeah, yeah, grapes. We put the grapes through the, the tube, and in about 20 minutes they heat up to about 195 degrees, which is beyond, above and beyond where you've got to heat the wine. Right. And then, we, yes, we, we drop them into a, after they've been heated, we drop them into a vacuum. They cool down immediately because there's no atmosphere in a vacuum. And then we press the heated grapes, we press the juice out of it, and it's already red juice for the red grapes immediately. We take the juice, we put the juice in barrels, and we don't touch it. Why well, haven't other wineries done this, Jay? It's,
1: it's brand new. It's cutting edge for wineries. And um, actually, it was invented by, I think, Hunt's uh, tomato products about sixty five years ago in order to extract more color from their tomatoes. But nobody started using it for grapes until about, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. So, so in the, France first, in fact. And they use it in and, and this machine apparently is like a million dollar machine. So it's very you know it's very hard right. to So those who who might argue that Mavushel
0: downgrades quality of wine, in this case that would not happen.
2: No. I think everything you do to a wine in the process of making it before you put it in the bottle will affect it but we've determined that uh with native yeast fermentation in barrel of the heated grape juice we never have to heat the wine again when there's alcohol which is the hardest thing to heat and um i'm telling you this uh, we have two two uh, wines made this way we have the Lise tribe Arme of Uschel. yeah the tribe chardonnay All right and the tribe, proprietary red, which is a blend of four different grapes that I pick from the same vineyard on the same day and ferment all together. I just put them all through the machine. So for us, it would be a blend of what for?
0: Like what What types of wine would uh, be? What
2: a- kind of grapes? I have um, Syrah, right. Petit Syrah, Grenache. And Zinfandel. In and
0: there. which has the highest percentage of
2: I have no idea because I'm in the vineyard and we're just saying, let's get those rows, let's get these rows, let's get these rows. Literally. We, we just pick them all out. A have homemade no recipe. You know, I have, I have, have to tell you, that's, no a, that's
1: a very ancient practice. The original Bordeaux, for example, I, I'm sure you're aware of this, the original Bordeaux were what they called field blends. And it's only later that they discovered that those field blends were made out of cabernet, or you know, for the best right. of them, were made out of at the, the discretion the of the grapes. Vi- of the vintner. But uh, but yeah, field blends is uh, is actually right. the the most original kind of grape wine that they used to make. Yeah. right? A
2: number of our wines we do this this field blending, and it's uh, I find you get better integration of flavor, and it's just kind of fun. And the third, the tribe that's in front of us. So the first two tribes were uh, designed, the labels were designed by my associate winemaker, Jonathan Haydew's brilliant and talented artist wife.
0: I like great label, yes, Ellie guy. Brickman.
2: And it's kind of what we call a retro label. Right. Um, very cool, very hip, right. and very not exactly what I wanted. Looks
0: very, ultimately. looks very California. To yeah, me. it's
2: California. It kind of has like piano keys on it right. and stuff. So we decided we needed to elevate the image of the tribe yeah. to better reflect the image Could of charge at least 15 extra bucks yeah. for that yeah. label. So, at
1: least get the 15 hey, extra bucks listen, that you're already charging. We're not charging
2: anymore. <laughs>
1: no, How about no, I'm that? kidding. Her, I'm
2: kidding her out. <laughs> we're just letting people know that it's worth what we're charging for the right. others. Exactly. So, exactly. so, in fact, uh, this is our new label, which will be released in about two or three months.
0: Um, Jeff Morgan in our studio talking about Covenant, talking about the tribe, and Jay Bookspam, of course, number one kosher wine sommelier, celebrating his birthday and wine day here at JM in the AM. All these are available uh, yes, in our area? Yes, yes. The not The tribes
1: are available,
0: and, yes, the Covenant's Covenant is available none nothing's yeah. no shortage. No shortage. No one's mean, you're fort. not going to get
1: the Solomon.
2: Well, actually we re- you know, we ran out of Covenant uh recently and we had to bottle the next vintage before we planned to because there was a shortage and that is actually coming to the East Coast this week. All right, which means in
0: August people will
1: be able to yeah, get yeah, that. The, and there is still some some in go. the stores yes, if right, you can right. find it, yes. and if not, in a couple of weeks you'll have it.
0: Uh, we talked about Mavushal and it's one of the main topics where we discuss, you know, kosher wine, non-kosher wine, etc. You're very familiar with the wine industry in general. Are we lacking anything? It's something what we discussed with Jay, besides the whole Mavushal topic. Are we lacking anything in this kosher wine industry at this point?
2: Wow, <laughs> that's a
0: great question. No, seriously, though. do we still have do we still have a long way to go compared to the general wine industry, or we're really
2: really close at this point? Well, in terms of wine quality, we're there. I mean, there's there's as much great, I mean, great kosher wine out there as there is uh, comparatively great. Non-kosher wine I mean, right. There's less of it Because there's not as much Kosher wine made But uh, certainly the wines That uh, that I've had from Israel uh, Are the wines that inspired me To make kosher wine In the beginning And they're just uh, More and more Your great favorite Israeli, Israeli wine. wine I don't have a favorite But among my the favorites The one that inspired you The one to that do inspired this. me Was Castel and uh, it was a bottle of Castel back in, 1990, uh, in 2003 um, that just blew my mind. And uh, I think Castel also makes phenomenal rosé. If you haven't had Castel rosé, go for it. Really fantastic. If you can
1: find it. No, there is some around. I love Israeli really really wines. Great. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, you also have the Herzog wines, which, especially the Reserves, which have been winning, right. not only the Reserves, the regular Baron Herzogs, have been winning accolades like crazy. And they're all Mavushel.
0: Correct. Yeah. Even
1: the Reserves. Right. Uh, in the in the regular uh,
0: method of Mavushal, not, yeah. the, not the one we described today.
2: Can we get back to what we could do better? Yeah. Because here's it's a Go very ahead. simple thing. You know, we have a tradition of drinking really good wine on Shabbat. Right. Shabbat. Holidays. Right. Holidays. But a lot of Jews that I know who love to eat well and love to drink well don't drink wine on a daily basis. They right. don't have wine with dinner on Tuesday night. And I think that... Um, In terms of a lifestyle gain, um, a lot of people could enjoy their lives more and support our kosher wine industry by drinking good wine most evenings with their dinner. It's a great way to enjoy food. I've got two other votes for that, and that is
1: or points for that. That is, number one, we know from all kinds of studies that between one and two glasses of wine a day actually extends your life and actually is good for your heart. And the second... Not to be too frummy here, but the second is you make a Borei priya Guthin, which you rarely get to do except on Shabbos. Right. If you do it every night, you get to make a Borei priya Guthin. And you know what? It wouldn't hurt to say a little Torah while you're doing it. So, you know, you turn the whole Tuesday night hamburger dinner into a, you know, into a Suda's kind of... Well, not exactly a Suda's mitzvah, but you turn it into a more Jay, uh, you've had a very inspiring three I'm weeks, it you, sounds I have, like.
0: I have, I I'm very proud of you. That's Thanks. very good. It's a good suggestion. A wonderful recommendation. I remember when you were on the phone with us because... Uh, it was 4.30 in the morning for you, when we did the interview about the cookbook. Uh, you mentioned that uh, you and your family, when you sit down to a dinner, you're, you, oh, invariably you're always going to have some wine at the table, right, on a regular night?
2: Yes, we, we always drink wine in the evenings. And, uh, you know, I kind of learned about this when I lived in France when I was a young man. I lived there for five years, and that's just what everybody did, so right. it became normal. There and, you go. Yeah. Uh, the Covenant Kitchen
0: is the book, Food and Wine for the New Jewish Table. Jeff and Jody Morgan, we... Um, I uh, spoke about this at length, and we invite you to head to the archives, and you'll hear my conversation with Jeff back then, uh, but why
2: not give us a minute or two about the book and its purpose, and why, in fact, you wrote it? Well, the book basically tells the story of Covenant, in other words, wh- how we started Covenant, why we started Covenant, and where we make Covenant. So there's a chapter on our winery and how we make the wines. Uh, we used to make them in the Napa Valley, now our vineyards are still in the Napa Valley, but we have moved to Berkeley, as we mentioned right. earlier in the show. So now we're making it in our winery, and Berkeley, which everybody's invited to come visit, anybody who can hear this Open show. Open to the public. Absolutely. Yes. Just go to our website, send us an email, say you're going to be in the in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I hate to break the news to all of you who are heading to Los Angeles and think they can just pop up to Berkeley for the <laughs> afternoon. It's about 400 miles away. But uh, San well, it's Francisco... It's a half an hour flight, right? A 45-minute 45, uh, 45 flight. Yeah, it's easy by airplane. Anyway, um, and then... Um, the book also talks about food and wine pairings. I mean, there are 120 right. recipes in there, and the recipes are not your, uh, they're not my bubby's, you know, uh, favorite recipes. They're, they're Jody's and my recipes, and what, you know, we've been writing cookbooks for, for several decades, so it's a compilation of the kind of food that we like to eat, which is Mediterranean influence. It's very, those of you who are, in, have been to Israel will find that it's very Israeli in nature or, uh, Mediterranean. We use a lot of olive oil and, um, and fresh ingredients. Fresh vegetables. You actually have a shakshuka recipe in here. We have our own shakshuka, I love shakshuka. and uh, love I have my own hummus. I like to tell all my Israeli friends that, indeed, I make the best hummus <laughs> on the planet, not them. And it's you know I just love to argue, so that gets everybody going.
1: Now you know why he made an Israeli winery, because <laughs> you know, he's in the arguing yeah. business. Also, you
2: know. our, our challah. As you, you look on the back of the book, there, you, there's a picture of our challah. Right.
1: Um,
2: I like water challahs, and uh, because there's nothing wrong with egg challah. Uh, the, the, the brioche-like challah. Well, Israel is mostly water challah. But water challah is more like, for me, real bread. It's right. not sweet. Right. And I just find it goes better with my wine. Right. So um, so that's why I, I, I enjoy my water challah. So the water challah recipe is quite easy to use, and uh, I recommend it. That you the book
0: it. is a, an OU press release, and it's called The Covenant Kitchen, Jeff and Jody Morgan. It's a great cookbook, and like we said, we had a chance to explore all this with Jeff a few months back. Um, so there you have it. Look for The Tribe. Uh, about a year away from Covenant Israel, which we're looking forward to. We love promoting Israeli products and Israeli wines here at the radio show. And um, this rare opportunity for you to be here since you're normally on the West Coast. We appreciate you stopping by today.
2: Now, like I said, Malcolm, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. And the best way to make a reservation to come by the winery would be? You go to www.covenantwines.com. Simple
0: as that. Yeah. Jay Booksbaum, what can I say? Thank you for having us. Not Not all birthday celebrations are this exciting. I don't want you to think that every time we throw a birthday party, it's wonderful
1: to get somebody up in the middle of the night on his (laughs) birthday, you know, just to be here in the morning, you know. No, really, it it really is wonderful, especially spend with good friends. So Jay is celebrating
0: with a big la'chaim here this morning, and we wish him the very best from all of us here at J M and AM. And tomorrow, his uh, wish comes true. We'll have uh, some very high quality. Radio announcer sitting in this chair,
1: and I'm sure that makes you happy. <laughs> it makes me very happy.
0: makes you very happy. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. There you have it. Jay Bookspam has brought us another interesting uh, a vintner, another expert in the world of kosher wine, in this case, Jeff Morgan, and the tribe and covenant on a very exciting Monday, wine day, Jay's birthday at JM in the AM.